Freshly billion dollar version here with another Millionaire Midnight Rant podcast here. And I know you're surprised to hear me again. Well, I'm up. I'm still in Paris, but I decided to do one more live for you because I have to catch a flight in about two hours. So I might as well go live and discuss a topic that I'm sure that you're going to be very interested in. Um, And that topic is your dream is buried in the uncertainties of life. Okay? Go ahead and write that down, please. What's going on, guys? Put your names below. Let me give you guys a shout out here. Let's go. Let's get it. Get up. Let's go. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm always excited to go live with you, folks. And if you don't know who Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin is, I am a young, black millionaire, self-made here from Houston, Texas. And I've been traveling the world for the last couple of months. I'm in Paris right now, but I'm getting ready to go home. But I thought I would go live here and share my philosophy about the uncertainties of life and how your dream is there. And I'm here to help elevate individuals' mindset so you will be able to get what you want out of life. And it doesn't matter your age. Doesn't matter your location, doesn't matter how poor or rich or average you are, we all have the capabilities and tools and resources to manifest our dreams and goals. But with that, you need education. And I'm here to educate you here. So go ahead and comment your name below. I would love to give you a shout out to let you know that I do see your comments here, even though I'm worth you know, tens of millions of dollars. It doesn't mean that I can't say your name. It doesn't mean that I can't recognize you. I see you. I see you and I smell you and you smell good tonight. I like that. I like that. I know it's about nine or 10 o'clock in Houston, Texas, probably still not too late there, but it's five o'clock in the morning here. I'm not going to take a lot of your time here because I'm going to be getting up here in a minute. Got to go catch a flight here back to the States. So... Um, let me give you a shout out here. I will under how are you? Owen got lick. How are you, sir? Emmanuel Ryan. Um, J Dub Lucas. CEO Eric King Chigo. Money Mike Wynn. Uh, one on one with Brandon here. Victor Kick, Sean. Um Hey, 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 nameless. How are you? Shane. Hey, how are you? Now listen, um the people that join these rants here, these millionaire midnight rants, is basically a very unfiltered conversation, one side of obviously, um, of a self made millionaire. And what I do and I talk about topics that are not usually discussed for millionaires because to be very honest with you and very, very blunt, millionaires are billionaires. They tend not to want to talk to average poor people. It is what it is, right? I'm going to be honest with you. They don't want to. Um, and it's not because we don't like you. I mean, we love you. It's just we're two different types of people. And when you start to elevate and evolve your own personal consciousness um, and how you see and perceive the world. Unfortunately, most people are left behind and rich people. We just don't want to waste too much time talking with poor and average people because of the mindset. It's not because you have no money. It's not because of um, you're small, you're short, you're tall, you're pretty. It's just about the mindset, honestly. So, I do this so you will be able to understand how successful people think. And if you're interested for you to assimilate some of the thinking that you can soon apply to your life so you can have some of the things that I've achieved and maybe have some of the goals that I've achieved with my life. So you're going to have it as well. Okay. That cool. Um, Let's see here. All right, so um, so go ahead and write this down below here. Hey, peace, peace, how are you? Uh, your dream is buried in the uncertainties of life. 
like your dream. How many of you have a dream? I assume everybody has a dream. I was talking to my room service man. He's from Madagascar. And I've been ordering food all night because obviously I've been very hungry because I've had food poisoning for the last two days. And um, <laughs> I need food, right, honestly. And I asked him, I said, so, hey, are you brand new at the job? He said, yeah, he just got hired. And I said, how you like it? He said, ah, it's hard, but, you know, I got to do what I got to do. And I said, what's your dream? He says, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't even know what his dream was. And I thought that was very disappointing that this young man didn't even know what his dream was. And I, and I think he does have a dream, but I think most people, when it comes to dreaming and thinking about something that, <clears throat> that they want, they just don't know how they would achieve it. So when you don't know how you're going to achieve a dream, then the dream ends up dying. Does that make sense? But um, I'm pretty sure that many of my followers, such as yourself, my podcasters around the world, you still have a dream. And listen, I want you to keep your dream. I don't want your dream to ever die. And if you ever need any help, if you ever need any assistance, listen to these rants. If you never, ever need encouragement or some type of education, listen to these rants, right? Because these rants are created to relight the fire or reignite the fire that's with inside of you, okay? So um, <clears throat> I'm going to give you a great example. I'm going to share a story with you on how your dream is buried in uncertainties of life. Because many people, they fear failure. How many of you fear failure and how many of you fear the unknown? And be honest, you don't have to lie to me, right? Like, I can't see you. Um, you can't see me. So just be honest with yourself. You know, if you fear failure, if you fear the unknown, just say, Wesley, you know what? I do fear the unknown. I just fear well, what may or may not happen here. And it's very normal to feel that way. So comment below if you fear the unknown, or you feel failure, whatever. And what I want to explain to you is the uncertainties, which is the unknown, is where the dream is. Like your dream, whatever you want, is in the uncertainties, the unknown. And I understand it's a very scary place to be. But it's where all successful people end up, in the unknown. And I want you to understand that one day you will be comfortable in the unknown. In the beginning, it's tough. It's almost like not knowing how to swim and getting ready to jump in the pool on the deep end for the very first time. You know, think about it. You can't swim. You never jump in a 10-foot deep pool and you're afraid. You're thinking about, I may drown. I don't know how to swim. I can't jump in that water. And we start to imagine failure. We start to imagine and create pictures in our mind of failure and failing moments here. But here, I want to share with you how your dream is in the unknown. And it's there. And I'm going to be very blunt with you. If you're not willing to rummage through the uncertainties of life, you'll never be able to live the rich life that you're probably destined to live. I'm going to say that one more time. If you're not willing to rummage through the uncertainties of life, the unknown, right? The confusion in life. Will you never live the rich life that you're destined to live? <laughs> and you'll end up like most people who will have a nine to five job who will work for somebody for the rest of their life, who will never, ever take proper vacations. I've explained it many times. You know, A proper vacation is not economy, by the way. And a proper vacation is not staying in a one or two-star hotel. Okay, A proper vacation is not going to Mexico, Puerto Rico, Jamaica. It's not a proper vacation. <laughs> like, you'll never be able to put your children in proper schools. You'll never... Be able to bless your children the way that they deserve to be blessed. You'll never be able to retire your parents from their jobs. You'll never be able to buy them a house or never be able to buy them vehicles that they deserve to have. 
Does that make sense? So, um, I understand that it's painful and it's tough dealing with the uncertainties of life, such as you don't know if the business is going to work out or not. You may start a business and say, I don't know if it's going to work. Is it going to work? I don't know. What if I invest my money and it doesn't work out? What if I start this opportunity and the opportunity doesn't work in a way that I want it to work? What if I waste time? What if I waste my money? And I get it. But listen, that's all a part. The uncertainties of life, write this down, is all a part of developing yourself. You know, I share this on all my rants. And the first investment that you should do is the investment in yourself. And the investment in yourself is developing yourself. Okay? But let me tell you the story. Okay? And let me tell you why the uncertainties of life and how to deal with the uncertainties of life. Right? Because you need to know how to deal with the unknown. And I'm going to show you what I did. Because on my journey, um, there were many uncertainties. There were many days that I was worried. Many days that... I thought, am I doing the right thing? How many of you feel that way? Well, I'm going to help you with my story, which may encourage you to keep moving forward here. So listen, let's go back a couple of years here. As you folks know, I'm 25 years old, so I'm a young man. No, I'm just kidding. But listen, um, so I was in my, I think 29, 30 years old. And... At that time, I created a company by the name of 7dayfitness.com, and I wanted to be an internet marketer, okay? And as you folks know, if you know my history, I was a computer engineer for a very long time. I never went to college, by the way, but I was doing computer engineering work, right? Getting paid very well. And But I wanted to change. I wanted to transition to something different, Right? And I think everybody feels this way at some part of their life, you know? You know, when you do something for five or ten years, you want to do something new because you get bored, right? At first, computer engineering, computer engineering was a passion of mine. I loved it. I loved it to life. And um, I did it for a very long time, but it got bored. I just got bored of it, you know? I didn't want to do it anymore, and I wanted to make money on autopilot. I wanted to make money in my sleep. How many of you like that? How many of you want to make money in your sleep, Come at the emoji money and the emoji sleep, right? And that's the key, you know. The key is to learn how to make money while you sleep. I learned that from Warren Buffett. He says that if you don't find a if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you'll work for the rest of your life. And honestly, I'm not trying to work for the rest of my life. I only want to do what I want to do for the rest of my life without ever thinking about money. Kind of get amen, of course, right? So. At that time, what I was doing, I was going to different seminars, internet marketing seminars, trying to learn how to promote my products online because obviously I didn't know how to do it, okay? And I remember meeting someone in Vegas that was doing very well. Now, one thing about me, and I want you to learn how to do this as well. One thing about Wesley Virgin, and I didn't have any money at the time, but I did have what is called PMA. Not PMS, ladies. PMA. You know what PMA is? What is PMA, folks? Like, I didn't have the money, but I had PMA. Can anybody tell me what PMA means? I'm just curious here. Oh, okay. Next Gen Exotics. Much love to you, brother. Uh, Yeah, I had a positive mental attitude. Now, listen, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says about positivity. Positivity will work tremendously in your favor when you're around millionaires. I'm telling you. That's one power. And that is one influential power around rich people. If you have a positive mental attitude, they will listen to you. I'm telling you. All the time. I'm telling you, trust me, I, I did this for years because anytime I would step into a room full of millionaires, if I would go to an Internet marketing seminar, network marketing seminar, I always had a positive mental attitude. Always, even though my life wasn't the best financially. Right. I had bad credit at the time. 
I I had debt at that time. Uh, you know, the conditions of my apartment sucked. My car sucked. And I was like 30 years old, right? So I'm a grown man. I have two children. And my life is just at an imbalance, okay? However, I still had a positive, you know, attitude. So I went to this event. And after the event, you know, they always have this little party or whatever. And it was at this bar. And um, I went. And I was just meeting people. And I, I remember meeting a guy with a bald head. <laughs> I never forget this man. His name was Joe. Joe from Canada, from Montreal. Good looking guy, right? And um, I do one of those days when I was in the hustle. I would always wear my seven day fitness shirt. Like, honestly, I would not like. And listen, yeah, I'm not saying you have to do this, but listen, I always had my brand on. My brand, Seven Day Fitness, was always on my chest. I had about 10 shirts printed up, Seven Day Fitness. So when I would leave my house, I would have that shirt on all the time. And I met this gentleman by the name of Joe. Joe was doing a couple of million dollars per month on the Internet. And I was talking to Joe, but I had a smile on my face. Like, I didn't approach Joe and say, man, I'm having a tough time, Joe. I'm not making any money online. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't do that. I said, hey, Joe, how you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin, man. And uh, what do you do? He told me what he did. And he said, what do you do? Well, I'm going to come by the name of Seven Day Fitness. And right now, we're on the verge of changing people's lives for the better. That's what I told him. I said, we're on the verge of changing people in the fitness industry like you've never seen before. We've created these seven-minute workouts where people can work out for seven days a week, right? Typically, people don't want to work out for a very long time. So seven minutes a day, and they eventually will lose pounds and be able to move forward to getting the body of the dreams. And he's like, oh, I'm fascinated. I've never heard anything like that before. And um, we we had some drinks. And, you know, one thing he loved about me was my energy, okay? That's another thing, folks. Write that down. Uh, just because you're poor or you're average, you have a nine-to-five job, or your business is not working the way that it needs to, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have energy. Because why? Well, millionaires, rich people, successful people, we love people with energy. Okay, Energy. Makes sense? So that's why when you hear me say, let's go! Yeah, I know I scared you a little bit, right? I mean, it's just how it is. I'm always like this because I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm grateful. And, you know, a lot of rich people like this. Like, I'm not the only one, okay? Because <laughs> um, nothing to really be mad and upset about. You know, I'm living, man. I think I'm in Paris right now. Why would I be upset? I mean, here in the $2,000 per night hotel, I'm ordering room service every hour, burgers and chicken and rice, and I'm just having a great time here. So um, I had the positive mental attitude, man. I communicated to him my business, what I was doing. And we talked, and he told me what he'd do. He'd launched different companies. He'd been in the industry for about 10 years, so he's made a lot of money. And throughout that night, um, we he decided that he wanted to partner with me. Because I said, you know what, man? I, I, I know we, we can do very well. I'm brand new to the industry. And I think a, a man like you, and can take this to the next level. Listen, I was already speaking like I was rich. That's another thing, folks. Whenever you talk to a millionaire or rich people, speak like you already like them. Speak like you're rich. Don't speak like you're poor and average. I told him, saying, listen, let me tell you something. I want you to get a piece of this pie, Joe. Because this company right here is going to take fitness to a whole nother level. Think about the millions of dollars that you're going to make. It's new. It's innovative. You've never seen anything like it before. It's totally virtual. It's online. Right, this is the beginning days of when fitness was being a part of the internet, you know, year, decades ago, right? So I was selling him on the dream. <laughs> I was. That's important. You gotta sell them on the dream, right? With a positive mental attitude, and you need to know you need to you need to make them make them hungry, make them starve and salivate over your ideal. So after that meeting, or just after that, and we we're just at the bar, man, just drinking, laughing. Talking about the cute waitresses, 
you know, he just like me. You know, I'm a woman's man. It is what it is. He's a woman's man as well. So you see what you like, see what you like. You know, you got to have it. it is what it is. He was like that too as well. Right. So, you know, we were just flirting with the ladies, flirting with the women, with the waitresses in Vegas. The waitresses are very gorgeous, of course. So it was having a good time at the little event. And then after the event, he decided he wanted to do a partnership with me. OK. And you know how I felt. Because, see, this is after seven years of working my butt off. How many of you just know how that feel? I mean, working just reading books, going to seminars, right? And you finally had a young man that was already successful decided to partner with you. So I was glad. I was excited. I was elated. I was enamored. I was like, yes. You know, I remember flying back home that night on the plane, and I was excited, man. Okay? I was excited. I, I was so excited. I went back to my 700 dollar per month apartment no furniture there an air mattress and i was like god thank you so much <laughs> i was like man thank god i was like i got a partnership with a millionaire man it's just game over i'm telling i'm about to be rich i'm getting ready to go buy my cars i'm going to travel the world man it is game over so we started to restructure the company. Restructure means that we had to redo the marketing. We had to redo the VSL. We didn't have a VSL at the time, which is called a video sales letter in the internet marketing industry. So we had to revamp, we had to actually create one. And I had already created the product, right? I created the product myself. I did all the workout videos, which took me hours and days and months to do. So after six to seven months, it was time to lunch. Now, listen, can you imagine how happy I felt? I'm like 30, I think I'm 30 years old, 30 or 31. And I'm like, this is it. This is it. And I remember they had an event, ClickBank had an event in Toronto, Canada. And guess who's going to be the Joe? And I was going to celebrate with Joe. I said, we're going to celebrate. We're about to drink some drinks. Some, uh, we're going to drink some cocktails, some, uh, mimosas, some champagne, some ace of spade. I mean, I was excited and I was so excited that I booked the first class flight. I didn't have any money, by the way, it was on a credit card, but I'll say, you know, I'm not worried about it because I'm, I'm about to be rich. So I'll say, I'm getting ready to book me a first class flight here, um, I got me a fancy hotel on the credit card. I was excited, man. I was like, man, this is game over. We're getting ready to lunch. Seven-day fitness again. We're about to change the world for the better, okay? We're about to make everybody skinny. Everybody. Everybody going to be skinny on Wesley Virgin's watch. And I remember getting to Toronto. I remember getting the hotel. They treated me so fancy. You know, one thing about five-star hotels, man, they treat you like royalty. I mean, they do. You don't even have to be anybody. They're just going to treat you very, very well. How you doing, Mr. Virgin? We have your room ready for you. You can go up. Here's your car key. Here's the elevator to the left. And we'll see you soon. If you need anything, just call us here at the concierge or the reception desk. I said, thank you so much, sir. So I went up to my room. You know, hung out a little bit. And actually, that day, I went out in the streets. Man, I was walking around Canada, Toronto. I've never been there before. And I was just checking out the different, I had myself a poutine. If you don't know what a poutine is, well, you need to go to Toronto, Canada. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But I had myself a poutine. I was by myself just walking through the streets. I had this beautiful smile on my face, just walking, excited, waiting for tonight's event. Then I came back and it was time to get ready to go to the event. I, I went to the event and... I'm, I'm there at this ClickBank, it's called the ClickBank Roadshow. And, you know, I'm looking at all the successful people, man. I'm like, wow. You know, listen, it's, and listen, let me give you some advice. Um, if you truly want to be successful and make some money, you need to get around the people that are making money because it raises your belief that you will. You know, it's not that many people that can just do it by themselves at their houses, by themselves without any exposure to people who have already done it. And I was one of the people I needed exposure, you know, because I just 
And I learned this from a millionaire. He said, Wesley, you got to get out your house. You got to go to events. You got to just meet people because you need to hear the stories. You need to hear where they've been to give you faith and hope and belief that you could do it as well. And so I did that. And I was excited, man, because I've met so many young people. I met 21-year-olds that were doing 50000 a year. I met 28-year-olds that were doing two hundred grand a month. And I was meeting all these young people. And I'm this old man. I'm 30, right? 30, 31 years old. I'm not making a dime. But, um, excuse me, but I was very grateful, okay? I was extremely grateful. And I was grateful because I had the opportunity to surround myself in a different environment. You know, it didn't cost any money. It was just a hotel and a flight. And I got the opportunity to be around people who were millionaires, people who understand the journey, people that I can talk to and I can hear the stories to give me faith and hope that one day my day was coming. Does that make sense? So, um, so you know what I'm, you know what I'm doing, right? What am I doing, folks? I'm looking for Joe. I'm like Joe. Where your bald headed? Where you at, Joe? Where, where are you? I'm here for you, man. I mean, I'm meeting all these uh, phenomenal people here, but I'm here for you, Joe. Right? Because we getting ready to launch SevenDayFitness.com. We're about to change the world. We're about to get people skinny, and I'm about to be fat, rich, money in the bank, right? So I'm looking for Joe. I'm looking for Joe. I see Joe. Joe always looking cool. Joe always got, he, he's not only looking cool, he always got some girls around him. Always. Joe, Joe is just a woman's man, man. He is what it is, you know. Joe, he always got the ladies around him, right? And Joe loves to party, right? All the time. And uh, and I said, Joe, what's going on, my man? I have a big Kool-Aid smile on my face. This is a true story, by the way. I have a big Kool-Aid smile on my face because I'm thinking about the millions. You know, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about, man, this man about to change my life. Uh, we've been working for the past seven to eight months, working hard, creating videos, creating content, writing copy. And it's a lot of work in the beginning. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, when you create offers online, it is a ton of work when you don't have a team. At that time, I couldn't afford a team, so I was doing it by myself. I was doing it alone, solo dolo. So <laughs> when I was creating all this stuff, it was a lot of work, right? So uh, I said, Joe, man, nice to see you again. He said, oh, Wes, what's up, my man? What's going on? I said, man, I'm excited, man. We're about to lunch. We're about to change the world. He said, hey, Wes, about that, um, come talk to me for a second. And I'm like... Joe, what the hell you want to talk about? I'm thinking in my mind, like, Joe, don't mess with me, Joe. Don't fuck with me, Joe. Joe, you know when somebody say, hey, man, let me let me talk to you for a second. Because, you know, I was expecting them to say, yeah, man, Wes, we about to lunch. We about to kill it. We about to rock the world. But he's like, let me talk to you for a second. Come inside the hotel. <sighs> I take a deep breath. I said, all right, Joe. Yeah, whatever. Whatever you say, let's go. So we we go into a room, okay? And um, he said, Wes, I know we've been working on this project for the last seven months, man. And, you know, and we really wanted to work, but we're not going to be able to move forward with seven-day fitness. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Everything inside of me. I wanted to slap the shit out of Joe. I'm gonna be honest. With you. I'm gonna be. Can I be honest? Like inside of me, I wanted to. I wanted to slap the dog shit out of Joe, because Joe didn't understand how much sacrifice. And I mean, it was insane because um, I sacrificed a ton. Because you know, when you have a sure thing in your mind, you just feel that you can do anything, right? So I, mean, I maxed out credit cards. I did a lot of stuff um, to be at this moment. And Joe, but let me tell you what I did. And see, these are the uncertainties of life. This You have to be very careful because you might miss your blessing. You might miss your dream because most of you are so reactive. You get upset. You get mad. What do you mean? What do you mean? I spent all this money. I could have did that. 
But that would have been the old Wesley. That would have been the old, poor, average Wesley. Reactive. Pissed off. Screaming. What you mean? I spent this money on this hotel. I did all this. I paid all this money to this. And you're telling me when? <laughs> I could have did that with these. But you know what I did? I said, Joe, no problem, man. Thanks for the opportunity. Maybe next time. And Joe left. And I stood there in the middle of the foyer. It was at the Four Seasons Hotel. And I said to myself, something better is going to take place. That's all it means. I said, what this means is, because right now I'm confused. I'm uncertain right now. Because I thought something was going to take off. I was betting on it for the last eight months, right? I said, all this means, something bigger and greater is going to take place in this moment of uncertainty. I said that. I swear to God, by myself. And I put that smile back on my face and I walked back out to that party and I started to meet people. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? I'm Wesley Virgin with 7dayfitness.com. And I remember meeting another young man. Okay? Remember something here. I still had my PMA. I still had my PMA. My positive mental attitude. See, that's very important during your journey of success and acquiring wealth. You gotta remain positive. Even in the toughest periods of your life. You gotta remain positive. It's hard. Trust me. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not easy. Because I know some of you are like, man, that's not easy to do. I know it's not easy. Big head. Of course it's not easy. That's why 3% make millions. 97% do not. Yeah, we get it. It's not easy. But it's possible. Okay? It's not easy, but is indeed possible. Smash the like button if you believe that. So, I meet another young man. This man, he had a product online and it was a potty training product where he would teach parents how to potty train their children okay he will potty train your children through an ebook by the way and let me tell you something about this young man his name was Derek now Derek was a smart man extremely like a genius I swear to God he's what's called a unicorn in the industry of internet marketing because not only could this man code this man knew how to write copy. He knew how to make, create products. He could do everything in the industry, right? He knew how to run traffic too. So he was a unicorn. And um, and you know what's so funny about Derek? Derek didn't have kids. I say, Derek, how did you write a book teaching, ch- teaching parents how to potty train their children if you don't have kids? Right? Of course, you know, that's the, because he's young, he's like 25 years old, I'm saying. So, Derek, you must have kids. I mean, how do you write a book? Because he wrote an ebook, and he was making like 200000 a month with the ebook, right? And I said, come on, Derek, you have no children. How, how did you write the book? He said, oh, easy, Wes. I found a lady on Amazon.com that wrote a book about potty training one and two year old children faster. And I paid her a hundred bucks to buy the rights to the book because it wasn't selling. And I said, can I have your book? I'll pay you for it. He paid a hundred bucks. She took it because the book has been there for like 10 years. And he rebranded the book. So, you know, he was an expert of potty training, but he was an expert marketer. Okay. But back to my story. Me and Derek hit it off. Why, now, let me tell you why me and Derek hit it off. Why do, you guys, why do you guys think me and Derek hit it off? Can anybody tell me? Comment below. Why did me and Derek hit it off? Because we became good friends. Why? Can anybody comment below? If you've been paying attention, you should already know. 
Why did me and Derek hit it off? Because, no, because of PMA. PMA. Positive mental attitude. Let me tell you something. That is very powerful with rich people. I'm telling you. They love it. Rich and successful people love people with a positive mental attitude because most people do not. Most people are whining, bitching, and complaining, and they're sad. That's it. And they're angry. They have a grimace on their face. You know, just the majority of people on the planet. That's just how they look. They look that their life sucks. Right? So rich and successful people, we adore people who have a positive mental attitude. That's why he liked me. Because I was like, man, what's going on, man? I got the biggest thing ever. I said, you ever thought about getting into the fitness niche, man? I'm getting ready to change the game. I'm going to change everything, Derek. You've never seen anything like this before. I'm innovative. It's a seven-minute workout. It's seven days a week. And I'm going to change the way that people work out. He was excited about that. I didn't tell Derek I was broke. I didn't tell Derek I couldn't pay my rent. I didn't tell Derek that my car broke down. I didn't tell Derek I had a negative balance in my bank account. I didn't tell Derek that I was living off my credit cards. No. I told him about the dream because I had it in my mind. It was there. And I communicated to him in a way that got him excited. Are you with me now? So, fast forward a little bit here. We hit it off, man. We hit off that. I actually spent time with him uh, the next day. We went to a museum together and just kind of hung out and was just talking. He said, man, Wes, I really like you, man. I just love your energy. That's one thing about, you know, a lot of you tell me even today, you say, man, Wes, I love your energy. I just love your energy. Wes, I love your energy. I love your energy. I hear it every day. I mean, honestly, you know, people online, in person. I just love your energy. I just love your energy. God. Well, listen, that's what Derek said as well. Derek said, man, I just love your energy, man. I just love it, bro. I just It's infectious. And you kind of remind me of myself when I was first starting off in the game. You know, you could tell you want it bad, Wes. You have so much energy. You're so positive, man. I want to work with you. He said, I want to work with you. And I said, of course you want to work with me. <laughs> and I want to work with you as well. So look at that. That same day, that same night. I end up losing a partnership and gaining another. Mm. Why? Because of my positive mental attitude. Because I realized that even though I was in these uncertainty moments, that when you're in the moment of uncertainty, how you combat that is realizing that you can still utilize your positive mental attitude, which means is that you see it better. You take that situation and you ask yourself, well, how can I see this better? All right. And I did. All right. So let me fast forward a little bit. So I ended up spending some time with Derek in Toronto in Waterloo. He wanted me to come down. And I said, man, come out, man. You know, come visit and hang out with me. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? You want me to hang out with you? A mil, a mil, a multi million. I'm like, bro, you ain't said nothing but a word. So, for the first time ever in life, I get the opportunity to hang out with a millionaire for two weeks. How cool is that? I have no money, no resource, no nothing. All I have is this positive mental attitude, right? And this gorgeous smile that all of you have seen before, obviously, right? And I get the opportunity to spend time with this man. I remember flying into Toronto and he lived in Waterloo, which is a university town's very rich area in Canada. And I remember him coming to pick me up and he was in a brand new Jaguar and that thing was bad. I was like, woof. I was like, jeez. I was like, man, this yours? He said, yeah, man. Really? How much is this? I paid like 100000 cash. I said, excuse me, sir. He said, yeah, it's pay cash for it. I said, you making that much money online? Yeah, man. Well, say nothing, man. It just it was just a hundred thousand dollars, man. Not a big deal. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what? Like I've never met anybody in my life that would ever 
spend a hundred thousand dollars cash on a car. A hundred thousand cash? And I'm like, man, I'm this is just another playing field, right? So we're driving. And listen up, what's up, Anish? And listen up, we get to um we get to his community, gated community, obviously. And this man has the biggest mansion I've ever seen, uh, the biggest mansion I've ever been inside of. We roll up. I see a brand new Mercedes truck. And I'm talking about one of those big Mercedes trucks. Not a G-Wagon, but it's like, I forgot what it is, man. It's a G-Class. But it's not the G-Wagon. It's like the G-Class. And I said, man, you got a G-Class? He said, no, nah, that's my girls. I said, what? That's your girls. Yeah, I just bought it for cash. I said, you bought that cash too? I said, what the? F-? Then we rolled up. He opened up the garage and he has a Z4 in there. I said, you got a Z4 too? Yeah, man. BMW Z4 drop top. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, did, did you buy that cash too? He said, yeah. This man had three beautiful vehicles paying off. No note, no lease, no payments title in hand and I'm thinking to myself I'm in the right place and I walk in his house and he's excited because he had just purchased the house him and his girlfriend I met his girl she was an accountant and he was just excited because he was like telling me what he's going to do to the house he said Wesley I got my curved TV you remember curved TVs back in the day uh, I said, I got my curve TV coming in. It's, gonna, it's cost me about $8,000. Man, it's going to be coming in, I think, um, Thursday. So they're going to put up there. And see, here's my office space. We're going to tear down this door right here. We're going to put this in. I mean, he was just so excited, right? He was just telling me all the things he was going to do to the home. And I'm just like, I'm just in a moment like, damn. I said, this is what I want to be. I want to be talking like this one day too. Talking about what I'm going to do to my place and I'm going to tear down walls. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, he was just excited. He, he took me up to the bedroom, said, yeah, this is going to be the bed. We're going to convert this to this room. This is going to be my production studio, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, man, <laughs> Derek, you're living the dream, bro. And then he showed me to my room and... I remember just laying in the bed in his house and I just had to thank God, you know, and I, I was just grateful. I almost shed a tear, honestly. I was in a millionaire's home that he decided to invite me. I didn't have to pay any money to be there. All I did was just have a positive mental attitude and communicate it to him with excitement, my ideal, with enthusiasm. And that's all I did. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any resources. I didn't have any clout. I didn't have any followers on Instagram. I was just a regular kid with nobody. But I had this energy and I had this passion that I wanted more. And he saw it. So I was just so grateful while I was sleeping um, in, in his house. And I remember we waking up in the morning. And... Um, I remember going downstairs and, um, we were, we walked his dog, you know, he had a dog and we walked the dog, right? We walk on the dog and this is what Derek does in the morning. Derek just, he just does what he wanted to do, right? <laughs> you don't have to go to work. You don't have to do anything. He just kind of just, he checks the cells in the morning, walks the dog, <laughs> came back to the house and. We got into the Z4, the BMW, put the top down, and we went to Tim Hortons. If you don't know what Tim Hortons is, it's it's like Starbucks in America. It's a coffee shop. And Derek would go there every single morning. And I wasn't a coffee drinker, but for that week, I was a coffee drinker. When Derek got a tea, I got a tea. When Derek got a coffee, I got a coffee as well, right? Cause I was modeling this millionaire, right? I wanted, I wanted to know everything, so I would just, whatever this man was doing, I was doing as well. Because this man had the life, and he was twenty-five years old. He was young, living like this. He was very smart, very intelligent man. So, um, in the beginning, I was ready to work on a project. You know, like me, I'm ready to work. Like I was ready to work. 
But Derek was like, don't worry, Wes, we'll work in a minute, man. Not right now, man. We'll, we'll get it done. And what I noticed, and, I, and I've learned this even in business, he learned to only work when he felt like inspired. Like when he just felt like doing it. That's when he worked, when he felt inspired. If he didn't feel inspired, Derek was not going to work. He wasn't going to do anything. And I learned that I do this in business now. Like if I don't feel it, I don't do it. I don't do anything. I don't, I don't like work or anything. I have to wait until I feel it. But when I do feel it, I will work for like weeks straight without any sleep. So I had to wait till Derek got inspired. So I was just hanging around. I was meditating. And, you know, then when he got inspired, we started to work. So we started to work on the copy. And we started to create the copy. And it took us a couple of days to get it done. And, you know, you know, every day with Derek was a cool day because we did things I think that everybody wants to do. We went to the movies. No one's at the movies. It's just us because everybody else, everybody else is at work. We went to lunch, ate some old poutines. Uh, I mean, we were just having a good time, man. We were jamming. I remember this one song. I have it on my iPhone now. I'll share with you later. I forgot the name of it, but I used to, I still play this song to the day because it reminds me of that moment when I was in his car with him. And I and that, and you know what's so crazy? He let me drive his car. He said, "Hey, Wes, man, you want to drive my car, man?" I said, "Excuse me? Uh, yeah. Let's go." That's one thing about rich people. They're very nice. Like me, I let anybody drive my car. I don't care. It's not a big deal. It's just a car, right? And I'm always, you know, one thing about rich people, they always want to inspire other people that they see that have it. Now, you can feel when somebody have it, right? And you want to give them the experience, right? So he let me drive. So I'm driving a car. I'm jamming this song. Man, I'm in a moment. And I'm like, man, this is me. This is me. I'm telling this is, man, this is me. I'm telling you, this is me, right? And um, I remember we finished writing a copy and... I'm going to tell you about one moment that took place that I really appreciate about Derek. One day we went to the rock climbing, uh, indoor rock climbing. Now, Wesley Virgin, one thing about me, I don't do indoor rock climbing. As a matter of fact, I'm not like a physical sport guy. I just like to work out. I like to lift weights. But like play football, basketball. I mean, it'll be cool. like you know all the outdoor stuff. That's not me. I'm not an outdoorsman. Like hiking and stuff. I don't do this stuff. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but Derek was doing it, so of course I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, you think I'm gonna say no? No. Yes, Derek. I do this all the time. He's, are you are you kidding me? Indoor indoor rock climbing? Of course, bro. Let's go. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna rock you, right? <laughs> So listen, we went to the indoor rock climbing, him and his girl. And I think the girl's sister was there as well. And I remember, I'll never forget this moment here. I'll never forget it. It was the moment when, um, you know, he paid for his and his girl to get in. And it was time for me. Now, I had this little bitty Visa credit card, right? And I've been living off this credit card for a while. And um, I remember swiping the card, and it came back decline. And I'm like, uh oh, uh uh, because I told you, like, I was honestly really living off credit cards, you know, believe it or not, because at the time I quit my job, and um, my money was kind of gone with rent and car note. It was, it was moving, it was like being depleted very quickly, and. Um, I'm like, I was on the phone with the bank. I was like, let me call my credit card. And you know when they say, your balance is negative $16.04. I'm like, what? And I'm like, God, I just need you to, I need you to bless me, right? God, I don't know where this money going to come from. And it was only like 30 bucks. I said, I don't know where this money, but I, I don't want to look bad in front of this man, man. He let me in his house. He's a multi Like, he don't know that I'm broke, by the way. Like, he doesn't, he has no idea that I'm broke at all. Because I was embodying a millionaire, right? I was just acting that way. Act as if. Everybody come up the word act as if. That's how I was acting. And I didn't want to blow my shot. I didn't want to expose myself. So I said, God, please. I don't know how you can do it. 
But if you can do it, anybody can. I mean, if you can't do it, nobody put some money on this card, right? And I swiped the card again, and it came back to climb. And Derry looked back at me, and he said, Wes, don't worry about it. I got it. I said, man, yeah, you know, because I'm a bank account where I had a check and a savings, and sometimes the savings get mixed up with the check, and I can't transfer the check into the savings, and the savings don't go. You know how it is, bro. He said, don't worry about it, Wes. I got you. I said, thank you, bro. And he paid for my rock climbing adventure. And I appreciate that because he didn't berate me. He didn't shame me. He didn't say, Wes, you don't have $16, man. You don't have $30 in your bank, bro. He didn't say that. He just paid for it. And I was like, damn, man, this is amazing. I said, I really want to be a millionaire now because they act like this. Damn, rich people, they nice, super nice. And I want to be like this as well because I was already a nice person. I was a caring person, very grateful person. And I was like, damn, imagine doing it for others. And I said, one day I'm going to do the same thing as well that Derek did for me. Cause I didn't, any, I didn't have any money, and he paid for my adventure, and we had a good time. So let me fast forward because I got to go, folks. Um, so, so it was time to launch the project. It was time to launch the company. I'm excited again, right? Second time around, and we lunch. Now I'm thinking millions, right? Of course. I'm thinking hundreds of thousands of dollars in two days, right? I'm like, we need money. We need big money. And we were lunch. We made like the first month like a thousand bucks. And I'm like, because we did a 50-50 split. And I'm like, man, a thousand dollars, man. What is this? And he's like, Wes, you just got to be patient, man. You just got to be patient. You got to be patient. Second month, third month, fourth month. And I'm like, man, something ain't right. Like, we're not making any money, bro. Derek kept telling me, be patient, man, be patient. Just not overnight success. Not overnight. And I understand there's no such thing as overnight success, but I do understand when something's not working, right? And it should work. Um, So, I didn't get discouraged. See, this is another uncertainty. Because I'm like, this is the second millionaire that I partner up with and I'm not making any real money. Like, what's going on? But I didn't get discouraged. I got motivated. I got more determined. And uh, I need to fast forward through the story because it's a very long story, but I have to give you the brevity part of it. Um, I had an idea. And I decided to move forward on that idea with creating a new product. And when I created the new product, the new digital product by myself, I wanted to tell Derek about it. And I told Derek, I said, Derek, I got a product that's gonna change everything. I'm gonna be number one on ClickBank, I'm telling you. This product that I just created, I'm gonna be the number one product on the platform, my brother. And I want you to partner with me. You know what Derek said? Wes, no, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it, Wes. No, we're working on seven-day fitness. you got to focus on that. I said, I understand, but seven-day fitness is just not reaping the benefits, man. It's not doing what we need to do. He said, well, Wes, you can do what you want, but I'm not going to partner with you. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was kind of discouraged because I really wanted him to partner with me. Because I felt that I needed him. I felt that I just needed someone to help me like I couldn't do it by myself. However, during that time that I was creating this product, I was training this woman in Houston, Texas. You guys don't know I used to be a personal trainer. And by the way, I don't have a certification. (laughs) Like I never had a certification, but I was training people all day long, right? So I I didn't know certification for what? You know what I mean? Uh, it's not that difficult to help people lose weight and get muscle. All right, so I'm training this woman, okay? And she's a lawyer. And that's a story in herself because this woman was paying me $10,000 a month. And I'll tell you that story one day. I've told it many times on different rants, but I don't have time to tell you why this woman was paying me $10,000 a month. 
but she was, to train her every single day at five o'clock in the morning, right? And she was the only person I was kind of communicating with because I kind of isolated myself from everybody in the world. I wasn't talking to anybody except her and Derek, right? And Derek didn't want to have nothing to do with me anymore. He decided that since I'm not focused on seven day fitness and this new product, he didn't want to do that. And I was discouraged because I was talking to her. So I was venting to her. I was like, man, this man don't even want to do it now. I'm telling this product's going to kill it. Like, I know this product's going to kill it. And her name was Kim. I said, Kim, man, this product is going to kill it. It was a black woman, a young, beautiful black woman, right? A lawyer, very smart, extremely smart, like genius type shit. And, um, and I was telling her, I was like, man, I don't know why you don't want to partner with me. This is going to be it. I just know it. And you know what this woman told me? You know what this woman told me? She said it just like this. She said, why do you need him, Wes? Why do you need him? I swear to God, she said it just like that. You know how some black girls can have a little attitude. You know, you know how black girls can switch her, switch their head and move their hand. He was, she was like that. She was like, why you need him? Why you need him? She said it just like that. She said, you don't need him. Do it yourself. You don't need him. And I paused for a minute. And I was like, huh. You know what that black woman told me? She said, Wesley, you're smart. You're intelligent. And you could do it yourself. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've probably never heard those words before in my life. Not the way that she said it. She said it in a way that I believed it because she said it with passion. Like she said, you are smart. She looked at me straight in the eyes. You are smart and you're intelligent and you could do it yourself. And I was like, shit. Fuck. And I was like, this black woman just gave me all the confidence in the world. And I said, huh? Well, yeah, you're right. Why do I need him? And you know what's so crazy? It's just like, I just thought I needed somebody. I just thought I needed somebody to help me. You know, I think we all like that. We're like, man, I need help. I need help. I need someone to help me. 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 And this woman said, I didn't need his help. And I end up launching the company by myself. I was going to give Derek 50% of the company, by the way. I was ready to give him 50% of this company. And that company went on to make $20 million in two years. That company went on to go number one on ClickBank for like three years. It was number one. And I made crazy amount of money. It was insane, a lot, because I was the only person. I had no partners. A lot of people on these different platforms, they have partners and stuff. I didn't have any. Just by myself. And say if I would have got with Derek, Derek would have got 15 million of, the, of those dollars. Or like 10 million, right? So I share this story to share with you that the gift, the dream is in the uncertainties. It's like when things are unclear, when you don't know, when you're not sure. That's what a dream is. But it's important for you to have the positive mental attitude, man. It's very important to be positive because let me tell you something about rich people. We don't want to deal with people that complain, bitch, and whine about shit. Like you cry. He's not going to, he or she is not going to deal with you. It's not going to ignore you. Because we don't want to work with a person that complains and whines. See, a person that complains and whines about things is because they are uncertain about their own success and they're afraid. That's it. You're just afraid. And we understand that. But we realize being afraid is normal. But you have to be able to control and manage that emotion of being afraid. And you can't communicate your fear, especially to people who can change your life for the better and I just wanted you folks to know and that's why I went live tonight 
because I want you to know that your dream is buried in your uncertainties. Your dream is buried in the unknown. When you get to a place that you don't even know what to do, continue to have a positive mental attitude and tell yourself that the next step is going to be the right step towards your dream. And you have to keep telling yourself that over and over again. Every time when you run into a brick wall, you're going to say, I ran into a brick wall today, but I know on the other side of that wall is my land of paradise. I feel like I'm drowning right now, and I don't know how to swim, but I know I can teach myself how to swim. If I keep moving my arms and legs, I will eventually break the surface of the water. But you have to talk to yourself and tell yourself this, and you have to realize that just by having that attitude, your mind will strategically find an opportunity because the opportunity is always there. Remember the first time when I was with Joe, if I decided not to see the opportunity, I got mad at Joe, I probably would have left the party because I would have been pissed, right? I would have went back to my hotel and I would have been cursing uh, Joe out all night. But I decided not to do that. But if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have met Derek because Derek played a part in me creating Fat Diminisher. Does that make sense? Um, I have a question. You believe in God? Well, it depends on what you mean by believe in God. Do I believe that there's a source of power? Do I believe that there's something that exists that is greater than ourselves? Yes. I choose to call it God, right? But it can be anything, right? What I'm saying is it don't have to just to be God because that's to say that what other people believe, such as Buddha and all these other different religions and other different deities are not real. And I don't believe that. I believe there's one power and we all call it what we want to call it, right? What's next? Any questions for me? Any questions for me? What you should have got from this podcast here tonight was that your dream is buried in the uncertainties of life. And if you never jump in the pool, you'll never learn how to swim. And if you never jump off the cliff, you know when you jump off the cliff when you're getting ready to skydive or whatever. But see, becoming successful is like jumping off a cliff with no parachute. Like who would do that? No one, right? It'll take a crazy person to do that. But see, that crazy person that jumps off the cliff with no parachute, he learns how to put his parachute together while he's falling towards the ground. And even though it sounds impossible, it sounds no way you can do it, no way. But listen, you know how many people told me it was no way I was going to be a millionaire? You know how many people told me that it was no way I was going to be the number one product on this platform? First of all, I've never been a black person ever in life to be number one on this platform. I was the first one. Like, it don't really matter that I'm black, but I'm just putting it out there, right? But I was, right? Killing it and crushing it, right? So I did the impossible because I just believed that the impossible was, I just believed in it, the, the impossible was possible. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but I just knew I could do it. And that's what you have to think because if you never jump, you'll never soar. Right? As many people, unfortunately, many people are not going to jump off the cliff. Many people are just going to stand there on the side of the cliff and they're going to think about how they may die. They're going to think about they may get hurt. They may get scraped. They may get bruised. And yeah, you may, if you jump, that may happen. And some people may jump and they may fall to the ground and never recover. But listen, if you never jump, you'll never soar. If you never jump, you'll never fly. And it's a risk. And that's another uncertainty, but that's just how it is. And I want to be very blunt with you, okay? just want to be very real with you. It's tough jumping because you're scared. But you have to be more fearful and scared of the life that you're currently living. Think about it right now. Think about how much money you got in your bank account. Do you like it? Think about the house. Think about the apartment that you live in. Think about the car that you drive. Think about the people that you hang around. Think about the vacations that you take or don't take. Some of you don't even have passports. Think about the life and the job that you go to on an everyday basis that's killing you alive. Think about the traffic that you're in every single day. 
honking the horn, flicking people off, getting pissed off, waking up to an alarm clock, disturbing your sleep, don't even have enough time to get breakfast, running out the house, upset, trying to get the kids ready because you're in a rush just to make $2,500, a month working for another person that can let you go at any given time. See, I'm more afraid of that. See, I'm more afraid of not being free. I'm more afraid of not being able to do what I want to do. So we all have a choice. Okay? We all have a choice. We all have a choice in life. And unfortunately, many people are not going to jump off their cliff. And I get it. Like, I would like all of you. It's only about 62 million of you. I would like all of you to jump off the cliff with me and have faith in yourself and believe that you will figure out how to soar. But unfortunately, 90% of you will not jump. You're just not going to do it. You're going to just sit there and you're going to look at the fall. You're going to look at the ground. You're going to look down and like, hold on, folks. Hold on, this is my wake-up call. Yeah, Mr. Virgin. Okay, thank you, sir. All right, bye-bye. So I got to get ready to get on the flight. But did that make sense? Um, you know, many people are not going to jump. Many people are not going to, uh, they're just going to look. It's going to look down and you're going like, nah, man, I can't do it. I just can't. I can't take this risk. I can't leave my job like that, Wes. I just, I can't. I can't leave my girlfriend. I can't divorce my wife. I can't. I can't leave my friends. I just can't invest this money, man. I just can't. I just can't. I don't know. I don't. And I get it. But you'll never learn how to soar. You'll never soar, man. And you'll miss out on so many great moments of life. You know, I've had the opportunity in the past three years just to travel to over 35 countries and the world is beautiful, man. Oh my God, it's so gorgeous. I mean, I own over eight cars, beautiful, luxurious cars. I have like $2 million worth of cars that I love to drive on a daily basis. I mean, it just feels good just driving my McLaren, my Lamborghini, my Euro. I mean, it just feels good driving the Rolls. Like, just imagine driving a $450,000 car to the gym at 12 o'clock because you woke up at 11. <laughs> It's just so much freedom to me. In my opinion, it's worth it. Okay? Um, it's worth it. It's, it's worth the risk. It's worth diving into the uncertainties of life. But unfortunately, many people won't do it. Hey, I love you. I appreciate you so much. Um, I wish you well. Please comment below if you got any value. Comment the word value. Um, listen to this again. It will be published live. Tag someone below, please. Share this out to another person that's probably ready to jump. Because maybe you're not ready to jump, but share it with another that is ready to jump. And maybe once they jump, if you see them jump and you see them soar, maybe that will motivate or inspire you to jump and soar as well. Because sometimes we need to see other people do it before we do it. And I get it. But I decided to be the first. And I was the first in my family to jump. And I was the first in my family to make millions. And I won't be the last. But it always feels good to be the first. I love you so much. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love and let's go.